and welcome to the Captain Not Captive podcast. I'm your host and creator, Ashley Wilson. Thank you so much for tuning into today's show. I hope to inspire you in your relationships, parenthood, career, and navigate the full human experience. I truly believe you have what it takes to create and live the life you've always dreamed of. You are the captain of your choices, no matter where you came from or what's in your past. I'm not saying I have all of the answers, but I'm here to pour love, lessons, and tactical advice to bring you new perspectives into who you were truly meant to be, all while having some fun. Let's do this. Hey, welcome back to the podcast, assuming you've been here before. And if you have not, welcome to Captain Not Captive. Um, Today, we are going to talk about the path to success and kind of how that looks different for everybody and how um, I've learned over time to change the way that I think about success over time. And so really today we're going to talk about why the path to success is not always linear and how social media really makes it look like it is because a lot of people, including myself, um, will hide when things are hard. Um, They won't be completely transparent when things are hard just because Number one, obviously it's hard. And number two, it's difficult to admit that what we're going through isn't easy. It's like you always see on social media, somebody talking about the experience that they just had was difficult or they're going through something. Um, But it's really hard to talk about in those moments. But also you never see the true meaning behind what's really going on. People just kind of... Um, act like it's not happening or they'll just, you know, like what I do is like, I just let you guys know, Hey, you know, I'm kind of going through something. I can talk about it later because I'm not the greatest at talking about it in the moment. Um, but that, that will be part of our, our conversation today. So anyway, we're going to be talking about the path to success and I'm really excited about it because I don't think that this topic is talked about enough. I think people just assume that other people who are successful, which I am guilty of myself, is that the path to success is linear and you see, okay, they got this promotion and this promotion and they did this and they accomplished this, right? It's like when you looked at somebody's LinkedIn page, And you're like, is this what this person had planned? Like, did they plan all of this and it just happened and they just like achieved all their goals that they reached for? Absolutely not. And so today I want to give some insight into kind of what I thought. And I think that, you know, society still kind of thinks this way is when you're a kid and you see adults adulting, right? Like we assume they've got it all figured out. They know what they're doing. They you know, they had a plan and a goal and they are achieving it. Right. And that might be true, right? Like they, maybe they are achieving their goals. Maybe they are following their plan, but maybe that plan isn't what they initially had in their brain, you know, years ago, maybe, you know, for me, like I thought I was going to be a teacher and here I am not being a teacher. And Um, So if I had followed my original plan from middle school, I would have been a nurse. And if I followed my plan from high school, I would have been a teacher, right? The the plans change, although the the plans that I've made over time have changed and, and I've been able to, you know, do some really cool things in my life so far. Like that doesn't mean that it's linear and it doesn't mean that it doesn't come with challenges. And I want to normalize those challenges. And when you're going through a hard time, that it is absolutely okay and it's normal. And those are what you grow through. Those moments are what matter and those are what push you through to be more successful in the future. 
So here are my top tips for remembering success over time, um, keeping in mind that success is not linear. Um, The first is don't always choose the path with the least resistance, right? So if you're like a vision person and you need to see something, imagine a road that V's, splits off into two, right? And the one path is a clear, empty road, right? There's, you go left, right? And there's nothing there. There's nothing in your way. And then if you go to the right, there are traffic cones and a dead squirrel in the road, you know, like whatever those things are that you can imagine that are in your way, right? So if you take the the path to the left, you assume, oh, this is going to be the easiest way. But then you get down the road and you realize, oh crap, there's a, a bridge that's out and I can't even take this road, right? And, and you come to a halt. Or you take the other path to the right and you go around the traffic cones, you avoid the dead squirrel on the road, but you're able to keep going, right? And both paths are difficult. Both paths are hard because no matter what you do in this life, nothing's going to be easy. And if it is, it wasn't worth it, right? Or it wasn't, you know, it's not going to work long term or, you know, whatever that might look like. But no matter what path you take, it's going to be difficult. You're going to run into problems, right? But the path with the least resistance may not always be the best choice. And the reason why I say that is because it may look like it's the best choice. However, like I said, long-term or, you know, it may just not feel right to you. You know, I, I could have went, continued to go to school and said, you know, I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to have a good schedule for my kids. I am going to quote unquote, have summers off, you know, all the things that make being a teacher seem great. But once I was in it and I realized this isn't what I want to do, this is not a line for me, this is not what I see for myself when I'm retiring, right? Like this isn't how I envisioned my life anymore. If I had chosen the path of least resistance and finished my degree in education and I became an educator and that's what I did and that was the easy path for me, I wouldn't have been happy long-term. I would have been in my teaching career maybe, you know, five, 10 years down the road, probably not even that long because you guys know how I work. I do something for a little while and then I want to progress in that or move or do something cool or different. Um, But, you know, being in that profession wouldn't have fulfilled my dreams long-term, right? And, And maybe that would have been a better schedule for my kids, Maybe I wouldn't have as high a childcare cost in the summer or even, you know, during the school year, right? If I had the same schedule as a teacher, but my other things in my life that aren't fulfilled by that, right? Are my financial goals, um, my professional goals of the way that I think I can impact the world is different. And I'm not saying it's better. I'm saying it's different, right? What I'm doing now feels better, feels more aligned, than if I had gone into education of the path of least resistance, right? So changing my major, having to take more college classes, right? Kind of, I wouldn't say completely starting over, but like um, business courses and education are not the same <laughs> when you're going to school for early education. Um, and so like, I, I feel like I, I pretty much started over, but the whole point of the story is that I didn't choose the path of least resistance. And now you know, I'm, I'm striving toward my financial goals. I'm feeling more fulfilled in my career, right? Because I didn't choose the path of least resistance. 
And the second thing is I struggle with this. So I say this, um, humbly, I guess is I, I know that it's okay for others to see you not having a linear path. I know that. I know that it's okay to have setbacks and you know that, but it's really hard when you know that other people see that because for whatever reason, society tells us that we're a failure if we're not continuously moving up those steps or up the ladder or whatever you want to envision. But in all reality, like, no, I I don't know one person that feels successful or has success, quote unquote, whatever that means to you. I've never met one person that didn't have setbacks. I didn't know one person that didn't question what they were doing. And honestly, the way that I feel about it is if you're not questioning what you're doing and you're not checking it and you're not seeing things from a bird's eye point of view, then you're not truly knowing and, and feeling in your soul that you're doing the right thing. If you're not periodically checking in to see, is this the right decision? Am I doing the right thing? Right. But for some reason, when society sees us doing that, or when we admit that it feels wrong, it feels wrong. So I'm here to tell you today that it is not wrong. You're allowed to question yourself. I think you're actually supposed to check in and say, is this a line for me? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this why I'm here? right? Because you don't want to get too far down the road and decide, oh, that's not what I wanted to do, right? And this, I mean, this applies to your career, your relationships, parenthood, right? Like as a parent, there there are successes along the way, right? You know, being a parent for like six years now, there are successes along the way in terms of like, my kids are smart. My, you know, my oldest can read, she can do that. She can do this. And my youngest can do X, Y, Z, right? Like those milestones are real. However, like you don't really know how successful you were until they're adults and they, you know, don't have childhood trauma or they, you know, can function in society and they can, you know, reach their own goals kind of thing. I don't know. I don't actually know what success looks like as a parent. And I think we're all out here winging it and just hoping that we're doing the right thing in every moment. But the, the thing that I want to admit here and you know, express my opinion on is there's no such thing as a perfect parent. And I know we hear this all the time and success as a parent ebbs and flows, right? In terms of how we're raising our kids and I want to be more specific. So there are times, um, when we have certain situations with the girls and, and I make a decision in that moment because I had to, right? I had to make a decision in that moment. And later I think back, was that the right choice? Like, did I make the right decision? Or sometimes I know immediately right after I made the choice, oh, that was not the right choice. And I know it in my soul. And sometimes in that moment, I will say, I'm so sorry, I made the wrong choice here. Or I'm so sorry that I spoke to you that way. Or, um, you know, admitting to my kids that I also have flaws and that I am working through a lot of stuff, right? Like they don't understand what childhood trauma is. They don't understand what emotional abuse is. They don't understand the way that my natural reaction comes to me because of the way that I grew up is. And the fact that I'm trying to put a brick wall between the way that my body feels I should handle situations versus how I know my children deserve to be raised, right? And sometimes that brick wall is really hard. Sometimes it's hard to make the choice between, you know, am I going to be angry with my kids right now? Or 
can I handle this with compassion? Because I'm telling you right now, I cannot handle every single situation with compassion and I don't. And I don't expect anyone to as a parent, right? Like there are times where it is really hard to have empathy and compassion in certain situations, right? And so success as a parent looks different for everybody, right? And those milestones, like they can do X, Y, Z. Those are different. But what I mean in terms of success is building that relationship with your kids and making sure that you're checking in with how they're feeling, right? And being there and supporting them, right? Sometimes feels hard and that's okay. And it doesn't make you a bad parent. Success is not linear, right? And in these moments, these bad moments that maybe we're not the most proud of, or maybe even we're ashamed of, or whatever you want to call it, those, those moments have to happen in order to have growth, right? I have to have these bad moments as a parent and to realize either in that moment or later, oh, that was not the right choice as a mom. I should have not, you know, I should have not handled the situation that way. I can't grow as a parent and break these generational cycles and see the long-term success of raising my, my kids without these failures, I can't, and I don't think any, anyone else can either. And if you're like me and you're trying to break generational curses and sometimes it just feels like you don't have it in you, you are not alone. You are not the only one, okay? And then, of course, you know, this also kind of relates to like weight loss, right? Like people say like, oh, you know, weight loss is a journey. And, you know, I completely agree with that. But also the mindset that I've had, and I know I talked about this a few episodes ago, was, you know, initially a long time ago, I thought that the smallest version of myself was going to be the best version. And I got there. I did it. Before my wedding, I was in like my peak shape. My, you know, I was working out multiple hours a day and I was fit and I had a flat stomach and all these things. But I wasn't at my peak. I wasn't my most successful. And I can tell you right now, the way that I saw my body then is the exact same way that I see my body now. And it's not, my body looks different now. I've gained, you know, lost some muscle, gained some fat, all the things that happen when you stop working out multiple hours a day, you know, and you start, um, you know, not eating as healthy. But the, the thing is like the path to healthy, right, is realizing that weight loss isn't the only goal. And it's, it's understanding that it doesn't matter the way that we treat ourselves in the moment, it matters what we do long-term, right? Because to be quite honest with you, the, the, the lineage happens over time with consistency. We all know that. And being on like a quote-unquote health journey, right, means that you're taking care of your whole self, And once I realized that weight loss was just a very small part of that and my mental health, my emotional health, both are equally, if not more important than my physical health, right? And so that is how I'm getting to success in your quote unquote weight loss journey. I like, you know, healthy, healthy living, I guess you could call it. And so for me, the way that I think about the lineage in in successful, you know, having a a successful, healthy relationship with myself is not only weight loss, but it's emotional and, and mental. And there's this whole compass of things that create this lineage success. And that means that I'm gaining weight. I'm not 
you know, I'm not as muscular as I used to be. I'm not, you know, perfect by any means, but my mental health is so much better than what it used to be. And I think that is more successful than having a flat stomach, right? Um, And then also this kind of, you know, lineage success mindset also relates to your your marriage or your relationship. And and the reason why I think that is because you know, not every marriage is perfect. I love my husband absolutely dearly. His birthday was yesterday and it was a great day and um I was so happy that he was able to come home for it. But anyway, um the things you do when you're a line wife, you like celebrate these little things that you're like most people are like, yeah, of course he, you know, comes home home after work on his birthday. But like when you're a line wife, that doesn't always happen. And I really didn't think it was going to happen. So, um, but anyway, in, in your relationship, not everything's going to be 50, 50 all of the time, right? It's going to ebb and flow. The, the amount of effort that is put in or the, the way that things change and evolve in relationships is not always linear, right? There's going to be hard times and it's hard to admit when there are hard times. And y'all, I saw this meme on, on Facebook or wherever the other day. And it said, it said, oh, what, what, what did it, I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was like, remember when people used to change their status on Facebook to it's complicated, unhinged. Uh, and I'm not, I don't really use the word unhinged, but like, I know what that means. And I thought, you know what? That is funny. Like you never see that now. Like people are either, they're either like in a relationship, they're married, or they just act like the marriage never happened right? Like they delete all the photos. Suddenly their profile doesn't say that they're married and they just act like, like it never happened, which is insane to me. But I mean, I would never, I would never say that Devin and I have ever been in a place where like we felt like it was complicated and we weren't fully invested in our marriage. At least, you know, for us, I think we're really fortunate to have a really great relationship, um, and a really great open communicated, you know, loving marriage, thankfully, um, not easily. Right. it comes with a lot of hard work again, lineage, right. There are tough conversations there, you know, are, are things that, that come up that we have to work through because marriage is not easy. It's not linear success in marriage is not linear. And I'm here to tell you that if you feel like sometimes having a relationship is hard, it's not supposed to be easy. Like I said, anything worth having is not going to come easy. The path, oh my gosh, guys, when I, before my husband and I were dating, I could have taken, you know, like here I go with the, the two paths in the road again. I could have went to the left and just dated somebody else, right? Like I, I could have dated somebody that I didn't go to high school with. I could have dated somebody who, um, you know, didn't already have a child. I could have, you know, taken what would have been quote unquote, the easier path. Right. And I didn't right? like, I chose my husband and I'm not saying that like, it's a bad thing by any means, but what I'm saying is I knew going into my relationship that I am now a role model for a small child and a girl. Right. So not that it makes that big of a difference, but like she now has to look up to me as a woman, right? She, like she's seeing what I do and she's paying attention to what I do. And so now I'm not only in a relationship, but now I have to, I have to be a role model for this, for this small child, right? And so like, you know, that creates, you know, the path of resistance, right? Um, also, you know, just 
the the relationship dynamic that Devin and I had when we first got together was absolutely fantastic. I think we started off on a really great foundational relationship with expectations in terms of like what we wanted for our future and you know what our goals and aspirations were and and like really made sure that like the life that we envisioned for our families became one and that they made sense together and that like yes Devin and I are very opposite people I'm a social person he's antisocial. he likes to hunt and golf and I like to do pageants and be in front of people and sing and talk and all of these things we're very opposites but also at the same time like our our life together makes so much sense. The goals that we have makes so much sense together, right? And so I chose the path of resistance because I knew he's my person long-term, right? I knew that it was going to be hard in the beginning. I knew it and it was hard. And it doesn't mean that it's, it was, you know, it doesn't mean that it was linear. It doesn't mean it's been easy the last almost six years, but it just means that I chose the path of resistance because I knew that long-term it was going to work out. And here we are, almost six years later, we're still married, you know, and it doesn't mean that things are going to be easy for the next, you know, 80 years, but it means that the work that we're putting in is worth it. If it's hard, it's worth it. If it's hard, it teaches you something, right? And not everyone will get it. Not everyone will understand, right? You know, I had friends and family question me, you know, like, why are you, why would you date somebody who has a child and you're only 19 and, you know, you've got all these, all these plans and, and like, you know, don't you think that might slow you down? Or, um, you know, just over time, you know, changing, changing my, my career field. And they're like, oh, well, don't you want the same schedule as your kids? Wouldn't that be great? And then when Devin and I decided to have another baby, oh, now you're going to, you know, with three kids, you're outnumbered and, and, and everybody has an opinion on something. Not everybody's going to understand it. Not everybody's going to get it, but I get it. I'm here and I know that the, the, the path you've taken thus far has been really hard. And I know that it has taken a lot of hard work to get to the success that you've had now. And I see that it's not linear and that's okay. That's perfectly normal because I am here to admit my my path to getting to almost 26 years old has not been linear and it has been hard. But I'm here to remind you that you are loved, you are worthy, no matter how hard that path is. Keep choosing the path of least resistance. Keep choosing the hard because you're learning and you're growing and you're thriving. Whether you feel like it or not, you are. I love you. Have a great day. And I will see you guys next week on the podcast. Thank you so much. 